Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. Oh, what a great, great intro. It is uh, great to bring you FXE Live. That is That was Byron Saxton, folks, from the WWE. I can't get over. It was great meeting him. What a great guy. And was uh, I had the opportunity to talk some wrestling with him and uh, had a good time with him. And he was more than eager after uh, meeting us uh, to do the intro. And matter of fact, that was so good. I'm sorry. I got to do that one again. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 why wouldn't I love that? Why, why wouldn't I absolutely love that intro? This is going to be a great show, folks. This is going to be everything that if you're a wrestling fan at all, if you are a wrestling fan, we're going to be covering WWE news. We're going to have some of the WWE, WWF from back in the day. We're going to have all those stars constantly coming through this show on a regular basis. We're also going to cover NXT. We're going to cover the local Florida indie circuit, which includes uh, two in particular. We're going to cover FXE, which is Florida Extreme Entertainment, and Mid-Florida Wrestling, MFW. That's all going to be tonight. That's going to be every night. Guests are going to come in literally at any time from all walks of life. And right now, what I want to do is I'm going to start bringing everybody in one by one. The show tonight, our guests, and this is going to be every week, folks. I'm going to have Joey Joey uh, Cage with us. We're going to have Bill Crude with us. But most of all, my esteemed colleague is joining us. Jason J.T. Townsend is joining us on this show, too. Folks, we have a great panel. We have two wrestlers. We have two of the greatest. Um, and Folks, if you haven't looked at the numbers lately of the show or for FantasyJesterSports.com, the numbers just consistently grow. JT and I, now this is our third show together. This is, this is you know, people are starting to pay attention to us. And now I'm going to have this kind of show, a wrestling show, FXE Live. And I'm going to have people like Bill Crudon every week, Joey Cage every week talking wrestling. For those of you who haven't been paying attention, first of all, Bill Crude is a local indie wrestler, manager, promoter. He's done it all, folks, and has so many connections into the wrestling world. Talk about insider info at any given time from somebody. That's what we're going to bring you. That's what you deserve. You're a wrestling fan. You want a hardcore show just like you want your wrestling hardcore. That's how we're going to bring it. We're going to bring you a great show. Then, if Bill Crude wasn't enough, like I said, we've got Joey Cage with us from, from the FantasyJusticeSports.com. 
website. He covers our wrestling on there and does a fine job. Uh, covered, matter of fact, uh, if you haven't had the opportunity, the coverage of the last Raw, which was very funny, and we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. Uh, the last Raw was uh, a funny card. I understand it was 4th of July, but some of them just really didn't make sense. But, you know, uh, Joey does his weekly article on it, and uh, I'm looking forward to him actually now as we get ready on the 19th, when the WWE goes ahead and splits everything up, and they're going to go with Raw and SmackDown Live, and there's going to be a draft. I can't wait to see his coverage on this. And, and it's something I highly recommend. If you're a wrestling fan, uh, not because it's my site, folks. I'm telling you, okay? He could be writing anywhere on, on wrestling, and I would go – I would. Well, almost anywhere. He could be writing almost anywhere. Let me clarify that. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I, would, I would read his articles. Great job on them. Keeps you in tune with what's going on. Great opinions. What we're going to do, folks, is we're going to get ready and start bringing people in little by little, say a little hello, see how they're feeling tonight. We are brought to you, again, by FantasyJusticeSports.com. We're also brought to you by BreadFromYourBed.com. Deep Obsession Charters out of West Palm, Aquarius Fence and Barnes, 888.com, Reebok, and all the other goodies you can find on FantasyJesterSports.com. They help bring this show each and every week. Tonight, I'm going to first bring in my usual uh, co-host, one of the usual suspects, Getting ready to do a great wrestling show with all of us, Jason J.T. Townsend. How are you tonight, sir? Jester, I am jacked up. Big Papa Pump style for the launch of XFXE Live. Uh, Bill Crude, love working with him. Joey Cage, got a chance to talk to him last week on uh, Gridiron Guys. So this is going to be great. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, you know... This is a little different feel for, for some of the people out there that are following the other shows, okay? You're going to follow all three shows, the football show, the uh, Fantasy Justice show on Saturdays. Uh, you know, you're a little bit more used to some sub- subdued times. where We talk numbers and stuff like that. And so the energy level is, isn't as high as what it is for this kind of show. Now, this kind of show here, though, anything can happen at any given time, just pretty much like a good wrestling match, and, and that's what I like. JT, I, 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 am I accurate on that? Is that is that pretty much oh, how I look at it? Right, exactly. That's exactly how it feels, too. It, it, right down the middle on that. Looking forward to this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, you know, and it's the idea. Here's what I like is that, you know, people, just like if, you know, if you're a true wrestling fan, you know, you watch every week to see what's going to be next and, and, and where the storyline goes. That exactly. is what we're – and that's this here because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what who's the guest of the week, okay? We're going to have so many different guests each and every week. You're just going to want – you're going to want to pay attention just for the guests, let alone the storylines exactly. and everything else that we're going to be Just for the guests, and, and if you truly are a wrestling fan – it's almost Christmas. Like you said, July 19th with the draft and the brand split. If this is done the way it looks like it's going to be done, 
wrestling is going to get very, very interesting. Yeah, it should be. And uh, that's what I'm saying is uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to being able to cover it. You know, as a wrestling, as a wrestling fan, you love watching it. And, and I, and we're all fans. The four of us are all fans. Um, But the thing is this, even if you're not a fan and you're covering it, doesn't matter. You've got guys out there that are covering it, okay, that aren't really fans. I've spoken to a couple of writers, and they're like, yeah, you know, it's my job. I'm trying to get somewhere else in the department. This is what they gave me. All right, fine. You know, I understand and I respect that. But, the, but for somebody like us who are fans and able to cover it with our own show, this is just, yeah, this is, I love the excitement right now. What I'm going to do is, right, and bringing even more excitement into this, I'm going ahead, and uh, we've been able to go ahead right now and have a truce. Those of you who have been following uh, from the other shows already know who I'm bringing in. I have an arch rival in, in my life, uh, somebody who I prefer to call him a, a nemesis. Uh I got a lot of other things to say about him, but again, we've called a truce and I'm going to be nice. Uh, and he is right here in studio and we're going to, we're actually going to try something that we've never done before. Get through an in-studio show without some kind of wrestling match or some kind of security oh. having to remove somebody. Yeah. But for those they, of you who don't know who I'm talking about. They the foolish. <laughs> for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, I'm proud to bring in our wrestling guru, as much as that kills me to say, but it really is, our wrestling guru, Bill Crude. Bill, how are you tonight, sir? Good to see you. Good evening, Jester. It's FXC Live, baby. We're here in studio. JT, I am here. Pump, excited. Let's get this thing going, baby. Bill, glad to have you, man. Wouldn't be the same without you. Ah, but look, I got a truce with the Jester. We're going to get along. I promise okay. I promise nothing's going to go wrong with him. He's got such a pretty mouth. I'm going to let it go. Okay. That didn't, that didn't take long, did it? No, that really didn't, didn't. I mean, okay. We are, I, what did I bring? I brought him in, what, 40 seconds ago? 40 yes, seconds. You. And that that's how long it took. I just don't, you know, and that's fine. That's fine. Every once in a while, I let him do that because it makes him feel good. Uh, you know, listen, if I had to walk around with that mustache, I'd be angry, too. We're, we're really going to try and do this nicely, though. Children, we're, we're, Children. Good. we're good. JT, baby, we're in the house together. What's happening? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I'm sitting here thinking, man, they're sitting like side by side for the launch of FXE Live. Is it, how's this going to work? So I'm almost, it's almost like a storyline in itself with you guys sitting in the studio together. Can you believe we're in the studio in the same room together? You know, it kind of feels like an Austin McMahon type of relationship with you guys sitting in there. I'm just waiting to see who, uh, who goes rattlesnake first. Yeah, well, we're not going to go rattlesnake. I promise to be good, so well, I, gonna, I will. Yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to play nice in the sandbox. Uh, this is a great show, and, and you know what? A show like this, yeah, we're going to obviously, just because of how we get along, or actually we don't get along, every once in a while, you're going to have those barbs back and forth. But because uh, Bill and I are 
both so excited about the show. It really is uh, something that, you know, we enjoy. And uh, because it is such a good show and we enjoy it so much, we will get along and, and it'll be fine. Uh, and, and in that, I want to go ahead and bring a, another, like I said, from FantasyJesterSports.com, one of our writers and also local indie wrestler, uh, somebody really new on the scene and is actually uh, highly touted early uh, Joey Cages. I like his writing. I like his writing style. He does a great job covering it. But uh, it turns out he's also, uh, I didn't realize until uh, after we started talking, uh, that he is quite the uh, wrestler and is thought of in the local circuits uh, rather highly. So without any further ado, I want to bring in Joey Cage. Joey, how are you tonight, sir? Doing great, Jester. Thanks for having me in the studio. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really pumped. I've been thinking about the show all week, telling people, everyone that I've been training with and working with, you know, you got to check this out. This is going to be the wrestling show for the wrestling fan. Uh, JT, by the way, <laughs> I wanted to say hello to you, sir. How are you? Brother. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm not down there with you guys, but I'm there in spirit, man. This is going to be great. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We're going to – we miss you, and we need you to come down sometime. I'll tell you that much. I'll be down there sooner than you, than you realize. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, again, folks, this is really – you got to understand, for the four of us, how exciting this is. We are all big fans of wrestling. Uh, and for all of us to be able to speak on what we enjoy and bring it to you, the fan, but also give you the insider info, the insider knowledge. The insiders will bring you the true wrestlers. You'll hear what goes on. We're going to bring in tonight. And just a little bit here, he's on the line and he's on hold. And this will give you an idea of where we want to go with the show. See, I felt at the beginning of it, we with Byron Saxton giving the intro, the current WWE commentator, our intro, trying to show you folks just where we're coming from. And now, as we bring in our very first guest of the show, I'm going to bring you a man that's going to tell you, you want insider information, you want an insider story. This is the man, he's been around for a while now in the wrestling world. Very credible, very good gentleman. I can't wait to get him on the phone. And that's what I think we're going to do right now. Let's get him in here. Let's get this started. Let's kick off FXE Live with my very first guest, Joe Hepatone. Joe, how are you tonight? How are you doing, sir? Uh, very well, very well. I've got Bill Crude right here uh, on the line, somebody that you know well. Bill Crude. Hey, Joe. Bill Crude. Oh, yeah, I know Bill Crude, sure. <laughs> What's happening, baby? What's up, brother? Yo, we're just doing this late uh, FXE Live. We're excited. It's a new radio talk show. You're the very first guest. Just give us a little insight to uh, your little history with, uh, I know we go back a long, long way, Joe, you and I for years and years, probably 20, 30 years, but back when you were with WWF. Correct. I started in the pro wrestling business. It began in about, I'd say, 1989. 
believe it or not, I was working for a veterans organization at the time. And I got a hold of uh, Linda McMahon up in the, up in the Fed building, up in Connecticut, and uh, I spoke with her and told her, listen, I heard you guys, you know, want to have some uh, veterans in the audience. I got some disabled veterans I'd love to bring out. And she put me in touch with a Mr. Hal Jeffries. Hal Jeffries is a WWF event coordinator for the state of Florida. And I, we all went to the show. We had a great time. It was about 21, 21 to 26 of us that went there. And I got a hold of Hal Jeffries on the side, and I told him, look, you know, I says, I really like the business. I want to get into it. I says, uh, you know, well, can you do anything for me? And, you know, at the show, I was enamored with the product, uh, just like all of us you was when we first started. So I asked how to guide me into the business. And what followed was putting together a wrestling promotion called, well, we first started out as Elite Pro Wrestling. But I tell you, it's a big difference from being in the Fed to doing this. I did some Fed shows with Hal for a while. We did some house Fed shows out here. And you can't stand Vince McMahon screaming in your ear. Uh, they were great shows, believe it or not. But the business has changed totally and tremendously since I started out in the business. I worked with people like Tugboat, uh, Terry, Balea, Hulk Hogan, right. Brutus the Barber, Beefcake. I worked with the best, and I've worked with the worst. And I tell you, the business has changed so much. And then after a while, Vince said, well, look, we're not going to be doing no more Florida shows anymore. We're not going to be doing as many Florida shows anymore. So we don't need you guys. And that was after five years with the Fed. So it turns around, we left. And they gave me my first show, believe it or not. And I became old school wrestling. And we did it out in Nassau, Bahamas. And it was for a guy named Charlie Majors out there. And we were very, very, well, we were very, very successful out there. Came back into the States, and I've been doing it since 1989 and keeping on going. Uh, Unfortunately, I'll be doing a show on July 24th in Sarasota, Florida at the dog track over here. And uh, this will be my last show. 28 years in the business Hmm. I love this. I love it to death. Wow. It'll be my last show that I will be doing as a promoter. But in a good sense, now I can sit back, relax, and I am leaving in October. As Bill knows, I'll be leaving for uh, South Korea for 10 days. Nice. And I'll be managing Kevin Sullivan out there for 10 days. And then yeah, after that, we come back home and... Uh, Kevin's already talking about going to Japan after that. So, you know, the business has changed from tugboat days and demolition to this new wave thing, and I really don't like it. It, There's no respect in the business like it used to be, even with the Fed now. Uh, You know, it's, I don't know how to say it, but it's a different breed. I don't like the new style. I like my old school style. I guess it's because I was brought up in the old school days. But Bill should know. Bill's an old school character there. And he's been around him and Phil. And I love them to death. I worked with I worked with Bill out in the land a couple of times. And uh, we had, uh, who was then on the show? Buff Bagwell and Lex I forgot Luger. who else was on the show, Bill. Lex Luger, Hector Guerrero. Luger, yeah, Luger was there. There was so many. Yeah, I mean, smiling. 
You can't remember that far back. Me, that's one of the reasons why I'm getting out of business, too. I can't keep remembering that far back anymore. But, I mean, we just had an article done on us, and it says, you know, that we're, and Bill knows this, we're at a kennel club in the Sarasota Dog Track over here. And uh, there's going to be a big thing. I can't announce what's going to happen, but at the July 24th show, after I say this is my, my goodbyes, someone's going to be coming in and taking over, and uh, I think they're really, really going to enjoy it because they're going to stay back with the old school again. At this time, I can't announce who it's going to be, but I can say this. It's a former WWF superstar. Joe, this is me you're talking to. Am I not booked on the 24th on your show? Oh, yes, you are. Are you kidding me? Ah, uh, okay. I can't have so, a broke crude food feud. Exactly. Now, listen, uh, son of a... Oh, it, I love you. Let me ask you one question. Good. Truthfully, in your opinion... How was Vince McMahon to work for? Look, Vince McMahon has two sides to him. Okay. When you're inside and you're doing business, business is business. I mean, he screams in your ear if you don't do the right things, what you're supposed to be doing. But the man didn't get where he is by being Mr. Nice Guy. In this business, Bill, you know it as well as I do, Okay. Vince McMahon on the other side of the coin when you're not working or anything like that and you're outside, friends, no problem at all. Talks to you nicely, you know, shows you the respect. But when you're inside that arena and it's his arena and it's his run with the money that he's putting out, and you know the boys just as well. I'm not going to say nothing, you know, bad about the boys. But Vince got to have total control over what he wants. And that's how he's been very, very successful all these years. I mean, he took it from his dad and brought it to a new level. And Shane wants to bring it back Mm. to the level it was because of the future for his kids and Stephanie's kids as well. Working for Vince, I got nothing bad to say about Vince. I I mean, he was an SOB when you worked for him. But right. he got the job done, and he did what, and you did what he wanted you to do. Well, let me I ask mean, you he's one a more. man that created a lot of let, people in this business. Let me ask you one more thing, because you touched on it a little bit. Today's wrestling, compared to you and I, when we, you know, I'm 35 years in the business. You're almost 30. Today's wrestling, uh, your opinion on where it is today compared to the Dusty Road era. Uh, the attitude error, Steve Austin, that type of thing. The bad, it can, I don't know if I can say this, but the badass error. Go ahead. No. Okay. Yeah. The badass error, it, it's still here. It's still here. If you take a look at WWF, well, WWE, what they're doing, you guys don't know half of it yet, but I mean, they're bringing back Goldberg. They're bringing right. back all all the attitude error. Right. And what they're doing, they're not utilizing these guys the way they should be utilized. They're utilizing them to put these new guys over, and I don't believe in that. If the new guys still practice old-school ways, I would say, yeah. I would say no problems with it. But now with the new era that's coming in, I mean, with the exception of a few good wrestlers, there is a few good wrestlers out there, don't get me wrong, that's still running a little bit old-school. But... 
it can't compare back in the Attitude Era or the era of our days, Bill, when we okay. used to be able to draw people into the, into the buildings because it turned around. There was no marks out there taking up, oh, I'm going to be a promoter and put on a show. Right. There's a lot more to just saying, yeah, I'm going to do a show. I, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You got your advertising. You got your sponsorships. You got your guys. You got to have your ring. You got to have the ring crew. You got to have the announcers. You got to go out and put the advertisements out. And as a promoter, I'll be honest with you, I trust no one to put my advertisements out except for myself. Because I'm the one that's going to look like if there's no asses in no seats, then it's my fault for not doing my job. Back in the days, we used to be able to draw with no problem. But now you got all these here promoters that don't know what they're doing, trying to come into a business that they only know the back of the house and not the front of the house. It's just like a restaurant. We get the back of the house and the front of the house. If you don't know the both areas there, you're not going to make it in this business. I've right, got guys on, trying um, to compete with me. Did a show 12 days before me. Not mentioning no names, but a half a mile okay. to a mile away from where I did it. And they drew 18 people. Wow. I did okay, one 12 me, uh, days later. And one of the best, the one of the best shows I've done. In Palmetto, and Bill, I think you were there for that one when we had the uh, bloody match with the uh, with the barbed wire and all. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I uh, and and we drew a really, really, really good crowd there. And yes. four other people tried to do the same thing that I did, and four other or four other companies couldn't do it. And they tell me, how can you do it? We have more money than you. How are you getting the people in there? I says, look, I've been in the area 22 years, 23 years at that time. I says, you can, I don't care. You want to put on a show right across the street from me? Go ahead. I got no problem, but I got a great following. I got great workers. Let me tell you something. A lot of these local workers down here are really, really great. I have Tugboat behind me. I have Bob Cook behind me. I have Jay Goodley behind me. I have Hal Jeffries behind me. I got a lot of people behind me. Uh, you don't want this here from former WCW, WWF guys that gave me the advice that I needed and helped me get along in this business. And I got a strong background in this business. A lot of people know me, but hey, like I say, you know, a lot of people like me, a lot of people hate me. I don't care about the haters. The haters are just jealous because I made it. I did what I had to do in this business. And, you know, like I said, for a long, long time, Bill, me and you, you know, we only use, uh, me, I only like to use the veterans. I bring the kids in once in a while, the students in once in a while to promote the students. A lot of people don't like promoting students. I do. If the students got a little bit of, you know, you, you you know when a student's ready to come up and come into your show and give them a break. Because just like Pablo Marquez's guys down in down at CCW in Miami, I will take any one of them boys to come up here and work here. Because number one is nobody gets in the ring down in Miami at CCW and starts learning how to wrestle until they learn the respect of the business. Correct. So let me uh, let me introduce you to. 
Number one, uh, Fantasy Jester. And then number two, I want to introduce you to a guy who I hold dearly to my heart up in Ohio. His name is JT. Uh, they got a couple of questions for you, if you don't mind answering them. No, no problem. JT in Ohio, not from OVW, is he? No, no. A JT no, in Ohio no, no, no. is a walking encyclopedia of every sport you can imagine. Okay, the reason why I'm saying that is because I just talked to Matt from OVW. They're doing <laughs> some you. shows up in uh, not Lexington in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Right. JT. That's a great follow. OVW's got a great following up here. So, um, Joe, nice to meet you. Was uh, looking forward to this all week, uh, listening to your stories. You know, you say you did, you know, 1989. So you were around for Attitude Era. You were around for some of the other stuff. Um, my question is, one of my all-time favorites is Randy Macho Man Savage. Randy you know, was a sweetheart in his business. It's a shame oh. the way him and him and Hogan just split up the way they did over something stupid, but I'm not going to bring that up, and I really don't want to say about it. I don't want to talk about Randy. May he rest in peace. But I don't want to put that up against Terry Balea, you know, for what happened and all. And It's a shame that when Randy died that Terry didn't even get to say, I'm sorry to him. Right. Well, he was he was what drew me to, to you know, watching WWF back then. Him, Ultimate Warrior, uh, you know, Barry Windham, uh, you know, those kind of guys are the guys that, that I miss that type of uh, – I just don't see guys today that really, uh, you know, grab me like those kind of guys could just get you. As soon as you hear their music, you were glued to the set because you knew something big was going to happen. Um, Correct. Nowadays, you can predict what's going to happen. Just like with this last (laughs) pay-per-view they had, I predicted it with the uh, with the money in the bank. You knew it when it was coming because they were they were leading up to it with uh, with Reigns and uh, and Dean Ambrose and whatever Rollins. You seen it was leading up to where the three of them. I'm looking at it as I think after this is all said and done with this year with the pay-per-view coming up that they're all going to be coming back to the uh, Shield again. I think the I Shield will make a, a comeback. Yeah, Bill Cruz yeah, you said did, that Bill. a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, Joe, you uh, do you have any insight Do you think about who is returning to the WWE soon? Yeah, Goldberg will be coming back. Okay. Good. I hear uh, rumors that the other one has signed. Eh, I don't know if he signed yet. I don't uh, know if Kurt signed uh, yet. Uh, John Morrison is coming back. Yes, don't be surprised if you see Tugboat back, too. I uh, hear that uh, Typhoon okay. Tugboat's coming. I also yep. heard Vicky Guerrero is coming back. As a matter of fact, Vicky just made an appearance and thinking mm-hmm. she's going to take over SmackDown, but the way it's going with the SmackDown and the, the, the split of the brand is that Stephanie's going to be taking Monday Night Raw and right. Shane's going to be taking over Thursday Night SmackDown. Nice. nice. Yes. Thursday Night uh, SmackDown uh, needs the ratings more than, than uh, Raw does. Shane is going to go back to old school style. Old school style. Watch who goes over, watch who goes over to, uh, the, well, it's going to be Tuesday Night Live now. But, but I also hear that uh, Finn Balor... Uh, Samoa Joe, Austin Aries uh, are also in uh, 
the Japanese Nakamura, whatever his name is, uh, Joey uh, Cage, help me here. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, okay. Nakamura. They're all coming back. They're only coming back. I tell you, the old timers are only coming back just to put over these younger guys. And once it's done, you're not going to see the older guys back there again. I got you. You're not going to so, see them back there again. They're just they're well, there to put the guys over. I mean, Goldberg was a big thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and he's coming back. It was hesitation when he was signing, when he signed the contract and everything else like that. But he did sign. They will be going under Legends contracts. So, I mean, they'll be getting a payday. Mm-hmm. Now that you brought Legends up, what do you think of them offering Cody Rhodes a Legends contract? <laughs> <laughs> they tried, you know, they tried to do that in the beginning, but Cody didn't want to hear it because they don't want him to use his real name, and Cody wants to use his real name. Right. Cody doesn't like the gimmick that he's running right now, and don't be surprised if you see uh, Cody signing up with TNA soon. That's what Ooh. rumor has. Now, let me introduce you to the fantasy jester. Uh, he's got a question or two. Okay. How you doing, Joe? Thanks for joining How us How you doing, tonight. sir? Uh, I'm I'm wonderful. Even better listening to your stories. I could probably listen to you all day, sir. Uh, thank you so much again for joining us. Oh, I could tell have you two, stories about India. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, two particular questions uh, based on what I've heard so far uh, tonight. First question is, who do you like now? Who are who is the new wrestler that you like now? I tell you, Sami Zayn is good. He's upcoming. Uh, Saka, you don't know. I don't know if you know Saka yet. She's with NXT. Okay. And I, and I would like to see her move up very very soon. Zack Ryder, he's still my man. That guy, I, I love him to death. He's a great worker, great person, great personality, and all. But from the back in the days, I mean, you know, it used to be for me, Bruno, and all the older guys, gorgeous George. George Animal, Billy Graham. Billy Graham. Like, who, who could forget Billy Graham? The, Tony Greer, Larry Zabisco. Even some of the managers, the Wizard, Bobby Heenan, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Slickster. They tried bringing them back, but, I mean, Bobby can't do it no more. You know Bobby's condition. And Slickster, uh, he don't have it anymore. And when they did the, when they did the gimmick Battle Royal, and they put the Sheik over. The only reason why they put the Sheik over is because the Sheik couldn't go over the ring. He couldn't go over the oh, top okay. rope. His legs are really, really bad. <laughs> but, now, you know, he still draws, though. They Believe it or not, they still draw. You bring in the Sheik, I guarantee, I guarantee you sell out half your house. Oh, yeah. And today's guy, let me tell you something. Not for nothing, but the payday these guys are getting, I don't even want to go there with that. <laughs> I wouldn't work for that money anymore. Now, you had mentioned one of the, one of the interesting things that you uh, alluded to earlier was, uh, you know, Vince moving on, when Vince moves on, and Shane and Stephanie and all that. Who do you feel, or maybe you already know, uh, who is, when Vince moves on, is it going to be Stephanie and Triple H uh, running it, or is it going to be Shane? Well, the way it's going right now, Shane Shane took back a percentage from his mom out of the company. 
Okay. So, I mean, it wasn't all Vince's. Linda had most of the shares on it, then Vince did. Now Vince is back in control again. Stephanie's got her 20, uh, I think it was 27% at the time. I don't know if she gained any more interest in the company, but as far as it goes right now, Vince is Vince. He's backstage. He's got dementia really bad. I mean, it's getting really, really bad back there, and that's why you don't see Vince as often as you do him coming out anymore. And I think the biggest person to bring this back, and that will bring WWE back to where it needs to be, would be Shane McMahon. You heard it here. Well, folks, uh, this is why I am telling you that you're going to need to pay attention to FXE Live because we are going to bring you people, insiders, true insiders. I mean, there you go. You're hearing it from Joe Pepitone, the true what, – what's going on with, with the WWE? True insider information, stuff that nobody else is bringing you. This is where you're going to want to be for more wrestling. All your wrestling news, all different areas, folks. This is where we're going. You got somebody, we have been graced with Joe Pepitone tonight and, and giving you true insider information on the WWE and the state of affairs of, of Vince McMahon and the family. You can't get better than that. And now what I want to do is also, Joe, I'm going to toss you over. Joey Cage, uh, one of the local guys down here, has a couple of questions for you real quick. Uh, Joey, go ahead. Hey, Joe, just a quick question. Uh, Two of the bigger stars uh, since the Attitude Era, I would have to say John Cena and CM Punk. The reason I, I mentioned them is because I wanted to know your opinion on how those two specific guys and their unique styles would have fared back in the 80s and back in the era that you, you came up in? I think John Cena would have fed pretty good. As far as CM Punk goes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, they got that lawsuit going. AJ had to get, AJ had to get out of the business because of the, because of the lawsuit with CM Punk and them for, with the chair shots and all that stuff. He's one of the, he's one of the hundred and something that was there. I mean, look at poor Black Jack Mulligan. May he rest in peace. I mean, you know, you know how many chair shots we take and the con- just the concussions alone and all that's involved in it. I just lost a friend of mine named Hack Myers. He yeah. had a tumor yeah. on his head. They went in there, and Bill will tell you, uh, may he rest in peace. I think he was only, what, 41, Bill? Uh, Hack actually is 38, and he's... 38 years old, and they went in there. They tried to get the tumor out and turned around, and he got sepsis in his body and wound up passing away because of it. And, I mean, this lawsuit and all, Vince is beating it right now, but I don't think Vince is going to beat all of them uh, as far as it goes. And as far as it goes with the attitude, um, CM Punk, no. I'm sorry, Joey, about that one. I can't agree with you on CM Punk, but John, uh, John Cena... Would have got through the attitude error. He's got the he's got the respect for the business. If you notice a lot of these guys, Joey, there's no more the newer guys coming in. You might see it in your locker rooms too. The respect isn't there like it used to be anymore. Not for the promoter, or not for any of the other boys. And you know, I've always told guys like this. I'll give you a shot. You know, if you if you do it, you do it. You don't, you don't. I mean, I got somebody coming to my show. In July, maybe in July, I don't know yet. I'm, she, she's still talking to me, but I'm going to Korea for ten days at the end of September, beginning of October. She's taking me out on a, on the tour with Kevin Sullivan and all. 
and it turns around. There's opportunities out there. Joey, even for you, there's opportunities. You never know who's going to walk into your building. Like I said, I have Jay Goodley, former WCW, Robbie Idol, former WCW. I got uh, Bob Cook, former WWF. I have uh, I have uh, Hal Jeffries, former promoter, former former promoter for WWF out here, locally in Florida. I also have, like I said, Tugboat, former WWF. You don't know who's going to be in the audience. And that's the biggest thing. Pablo Ordon, or Pablo Marquez, as you guys know him, from CCW down in Miami. I think he has one of the best schools down here, besides the development down here. Frankie Reyes, uh, he's another great trainer and all. And, you know, if you go with the old guys, you're safe. If you go with the newer guys that don't have the respect, and Joey, tell me if I'm wrong. If they don't have the respect, I won't put them on my show. And I can understand that 100%, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest things that the new guys coming up, you know, need to absolutely pay attention to is that they need to respect the business, the guys that came before them, you know, that have soared all across the country or in some cases all across the the world and, you know, have really put their bodies on the line and have sacrificed a lot for the business for people like me to come into the ring. Well, take a, let's, let's take a look at some of the local indie top talent, okay? Look at Ron Nemi when he brought in his guys. I mean, Ron had a great, great run with IPW. Cuban Assassin. That's another one. Don't like him much, but I got to give him the respect. He knows how to wrestle. He's really good. These are the old-timers. Barry Horowitz. Nobody wants to use them no more because they're old and they haven't been around. Well, let me tell you something. I'd rather use a Barry Horowitz. Then use some of these newer guys today, like a guy named Kool-Aid. I mean, you know, the kid comes in, I want him to work, but I can't have him work. The kid comes in, he's not well enough to work. He gets in the ring and he winds up going out in an ambulance. Could you work with there's a, a lot of guys that's backyard wrestlers in this business that I don't like. And I don't believe he should be brought up this way when they tell me they were trained by Joe Schmo from, you know, some backyard. I don't use. Hey, here's the question I don't want to put you, my guy in with danger. Bill Crude? Well, Bill Crude, yeah, he's a backyard wrestler too, a little bit. Oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard that, Bill. <laughs> now his brother Phil, Phil Crude. I mean, you know, if Bill and Phil was in the ring together, I'd, I'd bet on Phil. Whoa! Oh, Joey, remember? Oh. I love you, Bill, but I'm sorry. Oh, Joe, I, I will welcome wow. you anytime onto this show. Anytime. You keep bringing stuff like that. I'm yeah. hurt. I like hey, it. Bill, be careful. Let me throw something out at you, Joe. Bill, be careful, Bill. Remember, you're coming to the July 24th show. I don't know now. You just dish me like that. <laughs> I didn't dish you. <laughs> okay, Joe, old man, I'll be there. You, you listen, you know for years, I got to end this up because we got more going, um, but you know for years when you call, I'm there. Oh, of course. That, I never say nothing bad about that. That's one thing I got to say, guys. You know, you got true friends, but you got true, you know who your true friends are behind you in this business. Absolutely. But you know Joey and okay. Bill and all these guys, you know just as well, there's a lot of people that like to try to stab you in your back. This is a backstabbing business. 
You got to do what you got to do. You pay the boys the right thing. You, you try to pay the boys the right way. If you can't pay them the right way, you tell the boys before time, hey, look, this is what I can offer you. If you can't do it, I can understand. If you can take a better payday, go and do it. And that's what I've always believed in. Okay, Joe, uh, real quick, because we're running out of time on this segment, but um, we did have Kevin Sullivan booked, but I understand he had a, 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 a booking that he had to take that was unexpected. Yeah, um, I was talking our... to Kevin about, I'd say, an hour ago, and unfortunately, Kevin is at a show. And right. he couldn't do it. I've also tried getting in touch with, uh, you know, okay. with Tugboat for send... you guys. But Tugboat is busy okay. doing his gym, and right. he's got a new gym opening up, and he's going to be uh, training a lot of the guys. So I apologize for Kevin, but, it's okay. you know, it's uh, Real talk. quick, I'm going to send you back to JT. Okay. Yeah, one last question Joe. for you, uh, Joe. Going to have JT, yeah, yeah, and quick, then we're going to go ahead quick and Quick thought. Quick thought. So, WWE has always seemed like it really cares about its heritage, its uh, you know past wrestlers, but it really bothers me to see what they're doing to Jericho over the last few years. Any thoughts on that? As far as Chris goes, Chris, Chris, well, let me tell you. First of all, Chris is going to be under the Legends contract as soon as he retires, which is going to be soon. As you know, Undertaker ain't there no more either, and isn't there anymore either. Undertaker walked away from the business because Vince wanted Undertaker to go under against his son uh, Shane at the uh, Shane McMahon at the, uh, at the show where he went off the top of the cage. Yep. You know, they're doing it to a lot of the guys. So what they're doing to the guys, yes, it is a shame what they're doing to them. I mean, as far as it goes. But what they're compensating them with is Legends contracts. And at least with the Legends contract, they're still getting a paycheck every every month. Hmm. All right. But All as right. far as Chris Jericho goes, he knows he's getting old. Fozzie, his band Fozzie, is going to be going back on the road again. So Chris will wind up disappearing again. Yep. Nice. So nice. that's what I don't think they're giving him a shaft, but I think they gave him a good offer with the Legends contract that I would have jumped on it. Yeah, I yeah, no doubt. It. Yeah, and he will eventually. I just couldn't believe somebody, uh, you know, at his status, his position with the company, uh, <laughs> took that many tax on a fall. I mean, that was just crazy. Absolutely uh, crazy. I, uh, I've seen it. I've seen it. But you look at Mick. Mick came <laughs> fell through the cage and landed on the tax from the top yeah. of the cage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's. If they land the right way, it's okay. If they don't land the right way, oh, well, they're going to feel some tax. It <laughs> <laughs> so ain't going to hurt so that much, much, believe me. Yo, they get more, so money for, they get more money for uh, oh, I bet. a spot like that. Oh, uh, I'm just surprised they don't get the next night off. Jericho was wrestling. Oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Look at a lot of these guys that worked and they broke their they broke their ankle or their something while they were wrestling. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, there's a oh. lot of them, but they continue on with the match, and they tell the ref, call the match right away. Sometimes it doesn't work, just like with Jericho and uh, I forgot who it was that something happened to the guy, and Jericho's telling the guy, you can hear him tell the ref, stop the damn fight, cover him, and pin him. Count to three and let me get this guy out of the ring. He's hurt. But look yeah. what they did. The ref ignored it. 
And you haven't seen the ref back yet. Yeah, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yep. You, you so, know, in this business, it's protect each other. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, yeah, no doubt. protect each other in this business. You take a chair shot, you take a chair shot. Big deal. I take it to my back. You know how many times I've taken chair shots? That's why I, I ain't all this. I took a couple from Bill Crude in the ring a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I'll tell, tell you something. I'm not known in the state of Florida as the most controversial promoter in this damn business. <laughs> and I'm going to keep that name till I go out after the July 24th show. Like I said, I'm going to stop doing the promotions, but I am going to be I am going to be going on the road. Korea is my first stop. South Korea, Seoul, Beautiful. and Busan is the first two stops. And then when we come back, we sit for a couple of months. They get the contract signed. We go back out to South Korea again for three months. Hopefully, I can get that guy named Bill Crude on the show. And come out with us. The person I got as my connection is a really good connection, so she kind (laughs) of listens to me. I'm her right-hand man in in the business. And like I said, I'm bringing Kevin Sullivan out. I'm going to manage Kevin for a while while he's out there. And then Kevin's going to take us out, and we're going out to Japan after that. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joe. I got to tell you, um, you know, I wish you knew what you were talking about in the wrestling field, sir. I (laughs) I had thought we were going to have an expert on, and uh, it would have been nice had you known what the hell you were talking about this whole time. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Joe. Thank you. From that guy, Bill Crude. <laughs> no, it came straight from me. As you get to know me, uh, you'll find out, and uh, you might be seeing me sooner than you think. <laughs> hey, come anyway, on now. Joe. Oh, I will. I, there's a good chance I will, because I'll be there to uh, do something to hurt Crude's chances of winning. I can promise you that. I don't um, know about that one. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but anyway, I Joe, I gotta give him so a little bit of credit where credit's due. Thank you, sir. But, Bill, you got some competition coming up, I'll tell you right now. Your competition is going up against Joe Cool. Okay. Nice. And Not that's, a problem. You know, that, that I'm tri- and I'm promoting for the, uh, for the American Cancer Society show we're doing August 13th down in Venice, Florida also. That's uh, FPWs. But that's right. a big thing for me because my dad passed away from cancer. So that's a big show we're going to be promoting. All right, Joe, we and got we'll help to... you with that, Joe. We'll go ahead and make sure between now and then we'll get the information, all the information from you on that show and the June, uh, the July 24th show. Uh, we'll get all that information from you. This way we can go ahead and promote it on this show and on our other radio shows, the Gridiron Guys and the Fantasy Jester Show. Uh, Joe, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope to have you again on the show real soon, sir. Uh, we'd love to have you again if uh, you'd be able to. I have no problem with that. I'll do anything for you guys and also Bill. Like oh, I said, you're Bill's great. been behind me 100% every time I ever did a show, so I'll be there for him if he ever needs me. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you, Joe. You have a great night. Folks, that was Joe Pepitone. I mean, Holy cow. I mean, I told you folks we were going to come out swinging. Byron Saxton doing the intro uh, started the swinging. 
And if, for those of you who missed that, by the way. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. And folks, uh, for the lack of uh, a better term, we have kicked ass since that opening. We told you we were going to have insider, insider information, great stories. And uh, so far, I'd like to think we're delivering on this. What I'd like to do now is I want to switch gears from uh, the WWE and go to the NXT guys. I want to talk to Joey Cage uh, about some of these NXT guys. We alluded to it in the conversation with Joe Pepitone. And uh, there's some guys in NXT that, for all you WWE fans, need to keep an eye on. They're going to be coming up. They're coming up real soon. And uh, we're going to go ahead and turn things over to Joey Cage to talk to you about uh, these guys. Joey, what do you got for us on NXT? Who are we looking at? Well, folks, we got a few guys that are going to be coming up in the next uh, few months or so. The first of which, Austin Aries, a guy who was a former TNA heavyweight champion. He was a big part of Ring of Honor. And he's one of two men to ever hold the Ring of Honor world title more than once. The other being Jay Briscoe. He was also named the Ring of Honor head trainer after the former head trainer, a guy by the name of CM Punk, departed Ring of Honor for WWE. We also have Samoa Joe, another guy who's absolutely coming up soon. He's the current NXT champion, and they're probably going to keep the belt on him for a little while. But he's also a former Ring of Honor world champion. He is the longest uh, reigning Ring of Honor champion in history at 645 days. He lost his belt to who? Austin Aries. Former TNA world champion. Uh, he also had a five-star match with CM Punk. Uh, he also had the only five-star match in TNA history, which was Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels versus AJ Styles for the TNA world championship. We also have uh, Finn Balor, another great wrestler, one of my favorites, one of the founders of the famous Bullet Club, uh, was a big star in New Japan Pro. He's a former NXT champion, and he's, cur- and he's the longest reigning NXT champion in the history of NXT. Uh, finally, we get to my absolute favorite wrestler right now, a guy that I really love and just love everything that he's doing. Uh, recently got to NXT, Shinsuke Nakamura, a former New Japan Pro star, arguably the biggest star in Japan uh, prior to him leaving. He's a former three-time IWGP heavyweight champion, the youngest ever uh, at 23 years old. Uh, for those that don't know, IWGP is the New Japan Pro it's International Wrestling Grand Prix, the governing body of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, he's had great matches with Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, uh, among others. He's trained with Brock Lesnar and was going to go to be rented in du- to WWE in 2004 to gain experience in working large American shows but was quickly recalled to Japan and never got to WWE when Lesnar abruptly left New Japan Pro. He also has a match with Finn Balor coming up on July 13th that you don't want to miss. And those are four guys that honestly are probably the brightest stars in NXT and, in my opinion, are going to be coming up to WWE very soon uh, to be a big part of their program. Joey, uh, JT here. Quick, Quick question for you on that. So... When I look at Samoa Joe, everybody, you know, a lot of people, even if you really didn't watch TNA, you knew of him. You knew of his uh, stature, Austin Aries, AJ Styles, guys like that. So when you, when you see something like, let's say, a Finn Balor, you know, you have AJ Styles, you have Finn Balor, do you see them basically pushing these guys right away towards the heavyweight championship? 
or do you see them having to come in, maybe do the IC title, look at the U.S. title? I mean, what kind of level do you see these guys getting when they first arrive? Well, I, I honestly think that AJ Styles is going to continue to do the villainous heel with the with the club. Uh, first with Cena, he's going to have a couple more matches with Cena, and then he's likely going to work another face. Uh, in regards to Finn Balor, I don't think he's immediately going to challenge for the heavyweight championship, but kind of similar to the way that they catapulted Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I think that they're going to enter the picture where you'll probably see Finn Balor and maybe uh, maybe the other one as well in the next Money in the Bank ladder match where they're going to be in the picture but not necessarily competing for the title. So were you were you surprised then at AJ Styles wrestling for the heavyweight championship as quick as he did upon arrival? Um, I can't say that I was 100% surprised. I figured that they would give him the decent enough push that he deserves. Um, I am upset that he did unfortunately have to lose to Roman Reigns twice. Um, that's Ooh, pretty upsetting, yeah. you know. But other than that, I mean, AJ Styles deserves to be in the WWE World Heavyweight Championship picture, and he's eventually going to get back there and he's going to win the title at some point. It's just a matter of when the WWE stops rotating the title on the shield. Uh, my question, though, is uh, one of the wrestlers that you had brought up is uh, Nakamura. I can see him going more like the intercontinental route. Do you agree? I would agree, uh, definitely. I think that he's a guy that's going to be probably come to the uh, main main roster as a face. I honestly see him going intercontinental title or so first. Um, one of the great things about Nakamura is that he's had a lot of good matches with a lot of guys that WWE are, tr- are currently trying to push. Uh, guys like AJ Styles, where he had a classic match with him in New Japan Pro, and they know each other very well. Kevin Owens on uh, a bunch of others. I think that he's another one that will very likely be in the next Money in the Bank ladder match. Won't win it, per se, but will be in the in the main card picture. And at, at the worst, he'll be, you know, intercontinental title level. All right. Well, real quick, because uh, we've got less than two minutes left, and I want to ask somebody like Bill Crude a question. Bill, you know, we're talking about these NXT guys, and in particular, when I take a look at Nakamura or I look at Finn Balor and the opening and how they get the intro going, you know, it's got that New Japan feel. It's, uh, it's very theatric. Uh, real quick, do you like that, or, or do you feel that adds to the show? I love it. It hypes the fans. And I think that's what gets the fans on the edge of your seat, knowing when you hear that music, you know who it is, or you know, you know, the dance moves or whatever. Real quick, I'm going to disagree with Joey. Um, I think the guys that he named are going to go right into the cruiserweight championship uh, tournament, and one of them guys will win. Beautiful, beautiful, interesting guys. Listen, we got less than a minute left. This has been FXE Live. Absolutely fantastic. That is how you do a debut show, folks. You come out swinging. You come out swinging hard. You bring in somebody like Joe Pepitone. You got people like Bill Crude, Joey Cage, Jason Townsend, and myself. I mean, what did everybody expect? Absolutely fantastic show. Tune in next week when uh, we've got some more surprises. You think tonight was good. Wait till you hear next week's show. 
If you didn't like this, it's cool. There's only one word to describe you, and I'm gonna spell it out for you. This has been FXE Live. I am out.